Hi there. Today, let's enhance your English fluency by learning the really effective self-explanation technique, a powerful tool to improve your language recall and spoken English skills. One of the things which language learners don't always think about, what's the best method for learning a language? Good study skills make a huge difference to your ability to learn, especially over time. And perhaps we don't think enough about how we study and its effect. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. I made a small graph here. Look at this. This is the effect of study skills on your level of English. And you can see from that graph, good study skills make a huge difference over a period of time. Poor study skills, you're not going to progress as long. I've put time in years across the bottom there and made it six years. If you're going to invest that amount of time in learning English, surely you want to make sure that you're using the best methods of learning. That's really important. And it makes you think. You'll want your learning to look like the red part of that graph, not the blue part. And the method of studying that I'm talking about today will help you not only practice your understanding, but it helps you practice your spoken English skills as well. This is something which a lot of you struggle with. So here's something today to really help with that. Let's start today with a story from my own life. Currently, my son is sitting what we call in the UK mock GCSE exams. The GCSEs are the exams which 16 year olds take next summer. And the mock GCSEs, M-O-C-K or mocks, these are the practice exams. So this is the first time that my son, age 15, is having to study having to control his gaming habit and having to really focus on his learning. It's the first time he's experienced the inside of an exam room. Observing him, I realised the importance of study skills, effective study methods, not just for school exams, but for learning anything. And interestingly, for learning English, of course highly relevant for us. So we've been talking about studying and learning methods, learning techniques, and that's the topic of today's podcast, a really effective technique for learning English. Now, if you're already familiar with the seven rules of Adept English, you're a step ahead. This course revolutionises the way you learn English, making it much faster, more enjoyable, and more intuitive. That's I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E. Haven't you tried it yet? I highly recommend you do. The Seven Rules of Adept English course is available on our website at adeptenglish.com. So today we're focusing on a study method called self-explanation. This technique is a game changer for retaining new vocabulary and phrases in English. It's all about practicing and embedding that new knowledge into your brain. Think of it as building bridges in your brain that help you recall and use new words effortlessly. 
This self-explanation method helps make those new brain connections, new neural pathways. That's N-E-U-R-A-L. So for English language learning, this self-explanation technique, you can use it with our podcasts. I'll show you how using our recent podcast number 697, Brain Chemistry and Your Mental Health, as an example. Here's how this method works. Retrieval, that's R-E-T-R-I-E-V-A-L. That's the first part of this method. And it's the first thing you do after learning something or after listening to a podcast. Put all your study materials to one side. I guess for us, that means turn off the podcast and stop looking at the transcript, the written words for it. You then attempt to retrieve what you've remembered, what you've heard. That's R-E-T-R-I-E-V-E. And here it means to bring back from your memory as much as you can of what you just heard. With a podcast, what was the topic? What was she saying? What new words did you hear? Were there any parts you didn't understand? This retrieval exercise helps you practice bringing things back from your memory. What did your memory store about this podcast? It checks how well you've understood and how much you've remembered. It also highlights any gaps, any parts you've missed or not understood. And of course, you're doing all your thinking about this in English. So as an example, using podcast 697, brain chemistry and your mental health, you might recall in English, Oh, this podcast is about mental health. She talks first of all about how your childhood affects your mental health, particularly if you've had bad experiences. She then says something about context, people's circumstances and whether or not they've experienced trauma. That has an effect as well. She then talks about antidepressants. And my sense is broadly that she doesn't think they're that good a thing. She doesn't think they work that well. And there are some problems with them, but I don't really recall what those were. Then I remember she talks about serotonin and dopamine. I've heard of those neurotransmitters. I think then she goes on to talk about nutrition and something about vitamin C. Or was it vitamin D? I don't quite remember the rest. That's great if you can remember like that. At this point, it might be a good idea to go back again and listen to podcast 697, Brain Chemistry and Your Mental Health, perhaps a few more times. Then you can try the next part of this self-explanation study method. So next we do blurting. That's B-L-U-R-T-I-N-G. That means quickly recalling and saying out loud everything you remember about this podcast episode. In English, of course. To blurt, B-L-U-R-T, or to blurt out, means to say something suddenly without thinking very much about it, perhaps because you're nervous or excited, but here you're blurting purposefully. So you say all the things you remember about what you just heard in the podcast. Imagine you're summarising it to a friend. Try to remember the content, the points made, the examples given, and say these all to yourself in English, out loud. In the case of podcast 697, Brain Chemistry and Your Mental Health, it might sound like this. Okay, now I understand it better. This podcast is about mental health. And first of all, she talks about how bad childhood experiences affect your mental health as an adult. 
The term used in English is ACEs or Adverse Childhood Experiences. She talks then about the way medical systems treat mental health problems. They believe that mental health problems are down to brain chemistry and therefore taking pills like antidepressants is the solution. But it sounds like Hillary doesn't believe this. And she gives an example of a website where people share problems about antidepressant use. She says antidepressants are like an elastoplast. Then she talks about dopamine and serotonin. These are neurotransmitters. I know a bit about those. And she talks about what we eat, our nutrition, I think was the word, and how that affects our neurotransmitters. And that taking extra vitamins can be helpful for our mental health. She talks about the symptoms for deficiency in vitamin D and how they look very much like the symptoms for depression. And she ends by saying that if you have depression, it might be worth trying vitamin D to see if you feel any happier. If you do, great. And if it doesn't make much difference to you, you might decide whether to take it depending on how much sunshine you get. That's how our body makes its own vitamin D. She makes the point that in places like the UK, they don't get enough vitamin D because apparently it's quite dark there in the winter. I think if you could remember and say all of that about podcast 697, you'd be quite pleased with your learning. And the point is that you're exercising what you've learned. You're remembering it and you're using the words you heard to talk about it. This is particularly valuable for language learning because it gets you speaking. It builds those neural pathways, the ones that connect up understanding the words with speaking the words. As you know, with the Adept English Method, the most important thing is to improve your understanding, your understanding of English through listening. But actually, there's another step that your brain has to make. So if you talk to yourself about what you heard in the podcast, you'll be building those new neural connections, practicing what you've learned and improving your English speaking. Isn't your brain wonderful that it does that? The final step in this self-explanation technique, interview what you remember. By interview, I mean question the content, form your own opinions, express them in English. This critical thinking exercise not only deepens your understanding, but also prepares you for real life conversation. In other words, it's more advanced. Here you question what you remember, you question the facts and the arguments given, you think about your own opinion and you challenge what I've said in podcast 697, brain chemistry and your mental health. Imagine hearing yourself say what I said in podcast 697 and now another part of you is questioning all of it. Again, you might want another couple of listens before you try to make sense of it and make comment on it. But it might sound like this. This is interview what you remember. Do I agree with Hillary when she says that bad childhood experiences affect our mental health in adult life? Do I think that this is true for me and people I know? Probably I do agree with her there. And what about where she talks about people's current circumstances affecting their mental health? Well, that's pretty clear to me. It probably does. I can think of several examples of this in my own life. And what about that mainstream model of mental health where someone who's depressed is given pills? Hmm, actually, my uncle found antidepressants really helpful 
So I'm not sure I entirely agree with Hillary there. Maybe I'll take a look at that website. What was it called? Survivingantidepressants.org. Hmm. And the last part of the podcast, she's putting forward the idea that nutrition and what was it called? Nutritional supplements can affect our mental health and that things like vitamin D have a positive effect on our neurotransmitters. This is a new idea for me. I've not heard that before. Maybe that's something to try. Hmm. And in the last bit, she suggests that we're all different. Our brains work differently. So what helps one person may not help another. And perhaps it's worth experimenting with different nutritional supplements to see if it makes a difference. I quite like that idea. It might give me some sense of control over my mental health to experiment with nutritional supplements. Okay, that's the final step, interviewing what you remember in this self-explanation study technique. By following these steps, you're not just learning English, you're immersing yourself in it. You're training your brain to think and express yourself in English. And this is so crucial for fluency. Effective learning is active learning. It's engaging, questioning and talking about it. So again, to recap, what were the three steps in this self-explanation study technique? They were retrieval, practice remembering what you heard, blurting, just blurt out in English, out loud, what you remember of the podcast. And step three, interview what you remember. Recall it, say it, challenge it, ask questions, make comments, give your opinion on it, say how it applies to you or doesn't. So I've given you this recognised self-explanation study technique. I encourage you to try it. You could do it for podcast 697 or choose a different one if you prefer, but please do let us know how you get on. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.